0: There's obviously some kind of meeting going on here. I'm really sorry. Uh, While well, I've got your attention, though, my name is Boaz. I'm a shepherd here in Bethlehem. And I was, I was brushing my luxurious hair. And one of my sheep ran off. And I'm trying to find her. Naomi, she should know my voice. I had to leave the other 99 to find her. Has anybody seen my sheep? Naomi, anybody? Naomi. <sighs> Naomi. Oh, I found her. How many of you have actually seen a shepherd before? Raise your hand. Have you seen a shepherd before? Uh, two hands. You've seen a first-century Jewish shepherd before. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. And, uh, have you, have you ever so, so wait, have you heard the story of the famous shepherds here in Bethlehem that saw the angels? Have you ever heard that story? How do you understand that story? I, if you've never seen a shepherd before. I mean, that's crazy. No, wait! I got. I got. I am the perfect guy to tell you about that night and what it's like to be a shepherd, because I was there. See, I'm a shepherd here. So, okay. Naomi, stay, stay. Now, now you can't understand. I mean, I'm sorry if I'm interrupting a meeting or something, but you can't understand that night if you don't know what it's like to be a shepherd. If you've never seen a shepherd, then you don't understand. So, so let me be your guide a little bit as to how shepherding works. First of all, a few misconceptions that people have about shepherds. Okay, everybody says we're a low class and that we smell and we don't smell that bad. If you were with sheep, you would smell too. It's all right. But actually, we, we're, we make some money and we do okay. We just start out with our sheep a lot. We're not looked at as the most respected of people. But I will tell you, it is not easy to be a shepherd. It's just not. First of all, hold on. Sheep are kind of dumb. They're kinda of dumb. They they like wander off. You gotta like make sure they don't overeat. You gotta lead them beside still waters because they tend to get in trouble in, you know, moving waters. I mean you really gotta pay attention to your sheep or they kind of run off. And then you've got to breed them, and you, you, you actually can make pretty good money if you know what you're doing, but, but you've got to know that you've got to hold some back, you've got to be a pretty good business person to figure out, because sheep and goats, we, we, we herd them together, they're good for meat, they're good for milk, they're good for wool, they're good for their hides, and, and around here we sell a lot of our sheep to Jerusalem to be sacrificed as part of the temple sacrifices. And so we make a pretty good living. It's not, we're not total outcasts, okay? I don't, I don't care what everybody else says. We're not bad. And, uh, of course, around here, there's been some really important shepherds. I'm Boaz. I'm named after uh, Boaz, the married Ruth. It was the great-grandfather of King David, by the way, a shepherd around here. And where do you think that King David learned all the stuff that he learned about ruling and being a, a good leader? Well, he learned it in his flock. And you have to keep the sheep moving because you can't overgraze. You gotta find the right paths and the safe. And no wonder David wrote about the Lord being his shepherd, leading besides the waters. And where do you think David, where do you think David became such a great warrior? It was out there guarding the sheep. We normally have a, a, a staff, but we normally have a rod on our rod right now. We have a rod, and we're pretty good with it. I mean, we can get in there if we have to. You gotta protect the sheep. Some of them, some of us, are pretty good at the sling. I was never that good at the sling, but, but David was was of course very good at the sling. So 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 you got to understand, it's not easy being a shepherd, and it's not so low of a place, especially around here, because because our sheep, yeah, meat, yeah, wool, yeah, hides, but 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 around here it's the sacrificial lambs. Those are the special ones that we provide to the temple. We provide to Jerusalem. And those lambs, those have to be spotless. Did you know that? They have to be spotless. And so, so my job, when I was a little boy here in Bethlehem, is I would have to get the lambs that were really good. I mean, the lambs that were really perfect. Spotless. No blemishes. Because for those first couple hours, not only are they not that smart, but they're kind of clumsy. Those first. And so they would fall over, and they would a lot of times cut themselves. And then if they got a bruise or a cut, well, then they're no good as a Passover lamb anymore. So, so that's what I would do as a little boy. My, my dad would be in charge of the herd. My brothers, but my job was when the little lamb was born, I would wrap them up in some cloth and lay them in a manger. Lay them somewhere where they could be safe until they got a little more sturdy on their feet. You got me? That was my job as a little boy. And so, so it's, it's, you've got to understand a little bit of our background if you're really going to understand that whole Jesus baby angel story. I will never forget that story. I was just a little boy. In fact, I was pretty sleepy. I was pretty sleepy that night. And I will never, ever forget that suddenly there was like this loud, booming voice. And it said, fear not. And I sort of woke up to see my dad and my brothers looking at, well, I guess it was an angel. It just looked like this giant figure to me. And I've seen pictures of it and they're always flying, but it wasn't flying, it was just like kind of there and, and just kind of big and, and I don't know how to describe it. It it was like bright, but I don't know that it was that bright. It was it was it wasn't like light. It was like the glory of God. Like like the glory was just showing just shown all around us. It was almost blinding, it was kind of terrifying as a little boy. I didn't have an accident or anything, but it was, it was, it was questionable. to be woken up like that, and I just remember seeing this angel. and, and he said to us that, that there was something special that had been happening, That that day there was born in Bethlehem, right near where we were, a, a child that was going to be the Christ child, the Messiah. And he he said that that we would find the baby wrapped in swaddling cloth and lying in a manger. And I remember that hit me real clear. Because that's what I did. With the little lambs that were born. And then I I don't even know how to describe what happened next to you. But but it was like with that one angel there was suddenly this surrounding of heavenly hosts. These bright beings. But again, it it wasn't like light. It was like The glory of God. And I know that some people sing songs about what they sang, but they didn't sing. It's like they they spoke. But when they spoke, it was was like a a melody, like a chorus. And when they spoke, it was like all their voices came together. And it's like the glory just started to shine more and more around us as all these figures joined in. Glory to God in the highest. We were just awestruck. Sitting there, awestruck at what we were seeing and then it was like whoop, they're gone I don't even mean, like it was just Oop, they weren't there anymore and we were just stuck kind of sitting there just in awe I don't even know how long it was it could have been a minute could have been an hour I mean time just meant nothing when they got into this chorus and then it was just over and then it was like this powerful silence And we sat there, kind of wondering what to do next, and my brother spoke up and said, hey, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing the angel had told us. Now, looking back, the angel had told us what to look for. So the angel kind of assumed we were going to go look, but didn't tell us to, so my brother looked really smart, but he's not really that smart, right? Okay, So he said, let's go to Bethlehem. So so we took off running and we didn't know where we were going. We just knew that there was going to be a child in a manger. Most houses had a manger. So we knocked on the first house. And we knocked on the second house. And that third house, they were really mad at us. And we woke them up. But then we finally got word of where the people had heard the baby crying in town. And we went and we found this couple shot. We would wake them up in the middle of the night. I'm really glad my brother didn't bring his drums with him. He was thinking about it. He didn't. It was good. And I, I just... We, we, we kind of bolted into the house, woke them up, and we started telling them about all these angels and the glory and the singing, and then amazingly, they each had an angel story to tell us, too. But an angel had told her that she was going to be pregnant, even though she shouldn't be pregnant. And uh, then uh, Joseph found out from an angel that actually, she's pregnant, it's okay. We got to hear the whole story, and, and everybody started talking faster and faster and faster. But I remember I just, just came over to the manger, and I just kneeled down beside it and looked at this little child, just this little, little child, baby, so small. You forget how small they are at first, don't you? Do you see a new one? But this new one was so small, and I just said, how, how could this little one be the one? Like, how could this be God, and yet... A person. How could, I mean, so many things going through my little mind. I just watched him sleep. Couldn't believe that I, this little shepherd boy, got to be the one to witness and watch him sleep. We got to get told by the angels. Not the important They didn't come to the kings. They didn't come to the priests. They came to us just out watching our flocks at night. And I will never ever forget it. Never, ever forget seeing that little boy. I mean, the angels were really cool, but then to see the baby that the angels were talking about—that I will never, ever forget that. (coughs) What does it all mean? That—that's maybe for the theologians. I'm a shepherd. It was enough for me to look at that baby and trust that this baby is somehow the savior. Somehow the Messiah. Somehow the Christ. Then I remember about 30 years later selling sheep at the Passover celebration. It was what we always did. It's where we made our most money. because Everybody had to have one. And uh, I remember a guy dying on a cross. Same name, Jesus. How interesting, I've always wondered I think I've interrupted your meeting enough. So I'm sorry. Thanks for helping me find Naomi. I appreciate that, Naomi. Come on, we're going to go back here. And um, yeah, glad you got to hear the story from a shepherd. Maybe it helps you a little bit. I, I, thanks for, your, for listening. I'm sorry I interrupted. And uh, Okay, Bye. bye.